you have your Bibles, turn to Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 15. By Him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. I titled this message, The Sacrifice of Praise. And you look at this scripture, you'll see that it says praise should be offered continually. This means not necessarily 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, because that's not possible. But what it means is that in every situation, you ought to be able to give God praise. You know, I want you to also see that it says that it's the fruit of your lips. This is this means that this sacrifice of praise they're talking about is by words you speak or by singing or, or it's it's a, a sound that you make with your voice. It comes from your mouth. You know, a lot of people think, well, well, I can just I can just praise God to my to myself in, in my own thoughts, but that's not what this scripture tells you. It tells you that the sacrifice of praise is the fruit of your lips. Now you may say, well, how in the world is it that I can uh, be singing praises all the time? But what I want you to understand is it's not just about singing. Singing is a big part of, of praise. But it's also in the way you respond to people, the way you deal with people. Uh, it also means that you know, you should be looking for an opportunity to offer praise. You know, I, a lot of times there's a guy at work that is kind of a just a little saying that we use because there was another guy that used to be there that would always say this. He'd say, what you no good. It was kind of his way of saying, how's it going? Or, or is, you know, how are you doing? It was just his way of saying that. He'd say, hey, what you no good? Well, you know, I one day I walked into work and, and I want to do this more because the past few weeks of work I've been kind of stressed and, and I hadn't been in the best of moods at work. But next time somebody says that, and I've done this once or twice before, when, when he says, hey, what you know good or how are you doing, that is your opportunity to say, God is blessing me. And, and one thing I said to him one time is, he said, what you know good, I said... God is good and His mercy endures forever. Now you know you can say things like that without just being in somebody's face with the gospel. I, I can't stand for somebody to wear their religion on their sleeve, but that's as far as it goes. You know people like that that just, they kind of get under your skin with their godliness. That, that, that's not a good testimony to people. But when the opportunity presents itself and you can offer up praise to God in an indirect manner like that, that can bless somebody's life. But this sacrifice of praise, you know, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of a sacrifice? I think of this table and a, throw a calf on there and burn it and all this like they used to do, but... 
Do you know that the only sacrifice that we should offer today is the sacrifice of praise? Do you know that the sacrifice Jesus made made all those other forms of sacrifice null and void? Because, you know, they had many different types of sacrifice. They had these all these different ways they would offer. You know, they would... Sometimes it was a lamb, sometimes it was a calf, sometimes it was fruit. You know, various different ways that they would offer these sacrifices. But Jesus took care of all of that. So the only thing we've got left to do is to offer this sacrifice of praise that the Word's telling us about here. You notice that it's not really a sacrifice by definition because it doesn't require anything of you. You don't have to give up anything other than take a moment to speak some words. You don't have to make any sort of sacrifice. I want you to know tonight that all the payment that needs to be paid has been paid. The only thing left to do is to offer some praise. Give thanksgiving for what's been done to us and for us. You know, I feel sometimes like maybe we miss out on a lot here because we don't have the kind of praise and worship that I would like. But it's all in due time. You know, God's, God's working and moving and that's coming. But there ain't nothing to stop us from doing it still. To offer praise to God when we have an opportunity. It ain't just about when you're here at church. You've got to... He said continually. You you need to be looking for opportunities that you can praise God. You can praise God in every situation, whether it's a good time or a bad time, when when it's not convenient, when it is convenient. You may look for opportunities and find one when you think there's no reason to praise God. But you can look at your the rest of your life and see that even though this may not be a time that it's good to praise God, I still owe Him praise for everything else He's done. So I'm going to go ahead and praise God anyway. I've told you all the story before about, about the lawnmower incident. And I asked God, God, how, you know, why is this happening? And I said, no, I ain't going to do that. I'm just going to praise you anyway. So, you know, even when it seems like, almost like God is against us sometimes, it seems almost like sometimes He brings these trials and, and hard times upon us. He's still worthy to be praised. We can still take that opportunity to say, God, I don't care. If even if it is you that's bringing this on me, I'm still going to praise you. You know, just like Joshua said, he said, choose this day who you will serve. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Listen, he didn't mean just because this was a good time to serve God. He meant because it doesn't matter what I encounter the rest of my life, it's still worth it to praise God and to serve Him. Because I know who He is. I know a little something about Him. When you know a little something about God and you you see Him move one or two times in your life, you'll see real quick that it's worth it to praise God. You know, I haven't 
done enough of that lately. It's easy to come to church and, and be in this mode. Well, it's not always easy. But it just seems like that's the appointed time that you ought to be praising God when you come to church. But it's not all that easy when you get out in the world and you're, you're at work or wherever it is you find yourself during the week. It's not as easy to, to think about the things of God and, and how you can offer up some praise to Him in, in every situation. But I want y'all to do something with me this week. I want y'all to try to keep that in the front of your mind. How can I praise God today? What can I do? You know, this said that it's the fruit of your lips. That it needs to be spoken words. But, you know, I want you to, to realize that speaking the words is not enough. There needs to be some actions that go with it. Because I see people that, that just talk God all the time. But their actions don't always line up with what they say. So, <clears throat> when we get into the, the world and we're in that realm where we're just taking care of business, we're not really uh, sometimes even ourselves. I want y'all to... to Think back to tonight. I want you to remember, I need to be finding an opportunity to praise God in this. Because listen, I'm going through some tough times at work right now. I'm sure y'all probably have been there if you're not going through them yourself. But there is a lot of hard things coming in the coming months that I'm going to have to deal with. And a lot of it, as I was telling Brother Jack before church, there's people coming in that are just going to kind of take control of a lot of the things I've been responsible for. And I don't like the way they're doing things. I don't like it. it, it it's not planned out. They haven't, they're not doing things the way I think they ought to be done. Let's just say that. That don't necessarily mean I'm right or wrong. It's just not the way I would do it. It's real hard when you're in that situation to find a reason to praise God. But you know what? What I've decided to do this past week, and I've prayed about it. And, you know, I'm one of those kind of people that when you're doing something the way that I think is wrong, I'm going to tell you. Not because I want you to know you're wrong, but because I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. I want you to do it the way it's right. And you know, I considered heavily just getting into it with these people. And even going to my boss and, and making sure it's all straightened out. But I prayed about it and you know, this morning we talked about giving it to God. And that's what I've done. I just I gave it to God and you want to talk about relief. Because it's not my responsibility anymore. I don't have to deal with it. I'm still there. I got to work. I got to do things. But the decisions that need to be made are not my decisions to make. That's a reason to praise God. You know, I look at all the situations that are going on, and, and anybody else 
that was of the world would say, this is terrible. How are we going to get this done? What are we going to do? But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say, praise God. Even though the situation looks bad, i still got reasons to praise God. Even though this seems terrible, and this is not the way I want it to go, this ain't the only thing in this life. My job is not the only thing in this life. I still have plenty of reasons to praise God. And even if this particular situation doesn't look like a reason to praise God, I've got plenty of other ones that do. That's how you have to address these situations in life. You have to look at the overall picture. The overall picture says, I'm still a child of God, and I'm still going to heaven when this life is over with. I'm still an heir to the inheritance that He has provided. I still have a place in His kingdom. I'm still His servant. I have a reason to praise God. I have a reason to offer the sacrifice of praise. Listen, if you can't find time to praise God, what in the world else do you have time to do? Because that is that should be the most important thing in your life is, is making sure that relationship is good. If there's anything else you want to address that you need to handle in your life, it ought to be that my relationship with God is in good shape. There is one surefire way to get God to listen to you. First, you got to make sure your heart is pure. Make sure that you are in a, a right standing with God. You've got to be free of that sin. And the second thing is to offer that praise. Listen, <clears throat> you look at the Lord's Prayer, and I've told you all this before, that, it, that ought to be a formula for you. And if you look at it, you'll see that Jesus ended that prayer and began that prayer with praise. He started ending with it. Like I've told you all before, if Jesus did or said something, you ought to take note. There's a reason why He said, this is how you ought to pray. He didn't mean you got to say these words every time. But he, he, he was telling you, look, when you're going to God, you need to start out with praise and you need to end with praise. Somewhere in the middle you can ask Him for what you want. You know, if you look at that from worldly standards, you might think of it as sucking up or whatever label you want to put on it. But there's something about God that loves praise. You know, He created us for a reason. What was that reason? It was to praise Him. He he created us because He wanted somebody to praise Him freely. He he already had angels. Those angels offer praise, I'm going to tell you right now. But listen, angels don't have free will. He wanted somebody to offer praise to Him just because they loved Him. 
And listen, when I go to God in prayer and I offer praise, it's not because I feel I have a duty to do it. It's not because I feel like, well, if I do this, I'll get what I want. It's because I know if I'm going to go to God, I'm going to tell Him, first of all, God, thank You for everything You've done already. Because how many how many of y'all like to hear somebody tell you thank you? Or how many times have you had your kid coming to you and, and say, Thank you for doing this, or thank you for getting this for us, or whatever. It makes you feel good. There's just something inside you when you're one of your kids tells you that they love you or they thank you for something. It just it just something just builds up inside you and it feels good. God is the same way. He loves to hear his children praise him and and you know the just the very thought that one of my kids thought enough of what I did to take the time and come say thank you because there's so many times they don't. And I'm not criticizing them for that. That's just how we are. But when something is important enough to us that we actually stop and think, oh man, that was a blessing. You know, and we go to God and we say, God, thank you for that. Thank you for this thing you did. And really, I think you ought to be specific. You know, it's good to just say, God, thank you for all your blessings, but it's better to be specific. But when you do that, look, He loves to hear it. The Word talks about, <clears throat> about these sacrifices being a sweet savor, savor in the nostrils of God. And our sacrifice of praise is the same way. 